2: Oh, and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here with my mum and we've got something to tell you.
3: Jessie, this is a very big week and I'm so excited. Why are you so excited mum? Darling, you know how proud I am of you. Yes. Always. Yes.
2: The album, Friday. My fifth studio record is out this Friday.
3: I want everybody to go and listen to your album and I'm sure everyone's going to go out and buy it because it's so fabulous darling. Thank you. Mum. I love all of the songs, Pearls being one of my favourite, obviously, and I do like Begin Again,
4: but
2: every
3: single song on that is a banger.
2: Oh, thanks, Mum. Yeah, I'm very proud oh, of it. Oh, killer,
3: no filler. Oh,
2: there she is with the advert. Thanks, Mum. I'd love you to let me know what you think. Yeah. I'm in charge of the cooking this morning. How are you, Mum? I'm fine, darling. It's an early start, but it's going to be worth it. It is. We have Rami Youssef on, on the podcast today. Um, Rami and I met... I think maybe five years ago um, in Cannes. Touching the palm door? No, Mum. We were on a panel um, we made friends and he was really... Ca- maybe he wasn't on the panel. But anyway, it was like Samira Wiley, me, Miguel, Rami and Kerry Washington was in the audience and we both bonded over our love for Kerry Washington and Scandal. And we kind of spent this few days together just making friends, going to Killers concerts. It's kind of mad, Cannes, because loads of stuff's happening and it was quite good fun and a big old schmooze. But Rami was a friend that I made. We've kept in touch. We've barely been able to see each other since that trip. But all of a sudden he is over in the UK. We've met up. We've had a lovely breakfast together. I've made him some food reservations and I've managed to get him to come and do the podcast. And he requested an early morning, which is absolutely fine by me. So I'm on breakfast duty. I've made... Well, actually, I haven't made. My lovely yoga teacher, Helen Russell-Clark, who actually was the person that we should all be thankful for because she's the one that told me about the Alison Roman cookbook, has baked a fresh loaf. Um, So we have sourdough, fresh loaf. It's still warm. It's on a wire rack now. And I've deep fried in butter, browned butter, some sage leaves. And I'm going to do some fried eggs within that kind of sage leaf butter. So the sage leaves are... On like some kitchen roll and they're crisping, they're staying crispy. Are they purple sage leaves? Yes. Yeah. Why? I thought, notice they weren't green, they were purple. Yes. Um, And then I've done a plum compote with Lapsang sushon. So what you do is you cook the plums in lemon, sugar and water and bags of Lapsang sushon. Sadly, one of the bags broke. So I've been sifting out tea granules for the last hour. But it still adds a certain smokiness. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, so we're doing that with a homemade granola, which my husband's tried to get through before we've even started, and some yoghurt. So there's a bit of sweet. And your brother's now helped him. Um, Oh, yeah, and also for the fried eggs and sage, I did some pickled chilies um, to pump it up, which I know you won't have, but I quite like the look of. And it's so easy and actually... I'm going to add some more chilies cuz i didn't have enough in there so now i'm going to just keep on adding cuz i've got the pickle juice there. So yeah, we're having that. Rami has a show that's three seasons in. It's called Rami. It's i i guess inspired by his life as an observant muslim coming from his egyptian family um living in new jersey, growing up. It's really funny. It's incredibly endearing and beautiful. And it's kind of provocative too, it's it's brilliant. Uh, he won a Golden Globe for it. He's been up for Emmys. I also went to see his stand-up show, which was a fundraiser for Turkey and Syria, um, Earthquake Relief. And um, it, it was- Was it funny? It was really funny. And you know that awkward thing where you're like, I really hope you are funny. It was funny. Um, Rami Youssef coming up on Claremont. Rami Youssef is here. About to meet my mother. This feels quite important. I don't I, I don't know because I love Rami so much and I do like you. And I feel like I'm wow. I'm interested to see how this is gonna go. You know, Rami I know um, this is
5: a podcast, but I, I really like how you smell.
2: Oh do you? But
3: what yeah. have you
5: got? I don't know. Is this nice. It's Chanel called
3: Gabrielle.
5: I love Chanel Gabrielle.
3: Gabrielle! Yes, yeah, it's, it's a new Dream. one. What? You're on the
5: new Chanel. Yeah, it's a I new didn't
3: Chanel a that, that's, I don't know how. I, do you
5: hear about a new Chanel? Is I didn't, that like a. I don't know how I came someone?
2: across it. You've schlepped all the way from West London. Because it must have taken him an hour and a half. You've been here, uh, there, and everywhere on this London adventure.
5: Yeah, I, I didn't even know that I was going to be in London. And then now I've been here for like weeks.
2: And how <laughs> is it feeling?
5: <laughs> I, I love it. I got him, got him a
2: table at Sessions. Did yes. you enjoy it?
5: Sessions was amazing. And that nothing. was a really good meal. Oh
2: yeah, sorry. No, we need to go. We must go.
5: You haven't taken your mom.
2: I try to, but no, you no, never I tried, did. darling. Didn't you remember. don't. It was the time when someone had what COVID. Is
3: because we do a food podcast, she gets we get freebies, but she always takes her husband.
5: Do you feel taken for granted? Yeah, a little. Yeah, I'm
2: just putting it out there. You're doing fine, Lenny. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about why you're in London. Are you allowed to talk about where you've just been?
5: Well, so I'm, I'm working on a project without even giving everything, but it, it involves food and I went to kind of go study uh, some of the restaurants in Copenhagen, which was really fun. And Can you I, talk about which I will. yeah. I mean, I, I got to stage at a few spots. I went to a bakery that, for a couple of days, which was really great. It's like 4 a.m. filling donuts. Very meditative. Ooh, it was like nice. a donut filling machine. Nice. Oh, it's um, nice that, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's but so also, nice. Do you think
2: you like it because you're a man that ejaculates? Oh my
5: God! Oh. It
3: no, Jesus no. Christ! Who no, are I'm you,
2: Catherine Ryan? You like that? No. <laughs>
3: Mum, good God! No, it's like wow. it's like doing a sport. It's been no. here five minutes. It's half past nine in the morning, and talking about ejaculation. <laughs> Jesus!
5: I don't. I mean, oh my God! Didn't it's finished. Yeah, this is totally up my alley. I mean, I don't think. Oh yeah, just like as a as a man and. <laughs> Subject-wise, I think it comes up in a lot of my work. I'll
3: never eat a donut again with those oh, yeah, associations.
5: <laughs> how did you think it happened? What? The donut.
3: We filled them once ourselves. We had little squirty things. No, you fi- I'm not
2: talking about anyway. Carry okay, on. This it's like
5: someone the- finding out how kids are made. <laughs> okay, the what happens? How? Um, the, what was the, the, the filling, Rami? <laughs> cream <laughs> was it i love that creamy filling yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> um so i got to make the filling and yeah. then i got to <laughs> fill it, I ruined it. I'm it's so all sorry. over yeah it's, just, so it's all sorry. over so you it's, went to a bakery can you can you name was, check the bakery uh, oh heart bakery it's heart amazing bakery. in copenhagen yeah it's okay. really really great um and 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 everything they do is so thoughtful and detailed and just you, you you i don't know there's something about like really seeing how much people think about making a pastry is so amazing well, i mean, there's so much detail and it's really it's really artistic too i mean and then the whole thing is the way you got to run a team there and the yeah. way i think i might have told you about this but i was really amazed by how fast time goes i worked a little bit of a food job I was at Panera Bread in the states. I made sandwiches for like three months. And Why I,
2: only for three months?
5: I left. Okay. It was it was an abrupt departure. Yeah, I, I was done there, and then I went and I started working. This was in high school. I started working at a pharmacy in town, and uh, I would like deliver medicine to old people, which is Where like like not a time? good job. New York, New Jersey. You just, but it would be like it was like the weirdest job. They were like, "You're just gonna," de- they'd be like, "You deliver these four medications." I was like, "That's what I'm doing the whole shift," and then I didn't realize like you bring it to someone's house who like hasn't seen someone all day, and then you like, they're like, "Hey, can you come in and?" Fix this uh, light, you know, oh, and then you're so like going around, and then, well. yeah, and then you don't. They don't have the light bulb, and then and it's not sweet, oh. by the way. This isn't like a an altruistic like. Old no, no, no. I mean, they're like mean. Yeah, yeah. Like Are none of just it just was. People? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like old, wh- wholesome. No, it's not wholesome. It's like old people in Jersey, and they're like, yeah, me your kid, and they like can't pronounce your name, and they're like, get in there, kid. You know, it's oh, like that of like, kind of like
2: kind of like Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. Nope. Going no, in, no, 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 no. That's why I'm making sure
5: to like undercut this properly. Like, it's not sweet, and then I would spend hours just like randomly like not doing my job i would just drive the delivery car around anyway so i hadn't worked in food for a while (laughs) What what i realized just by like being in kitchens for a few days i was just really impressed by how fast time goes you know, it's like you get there, whatever, early, even four a.m., and then all of a sudden you're like, "Wait, it's ten a.m." Yeah, I know. like, like it's just like that, just from filling donuts and putting icing and doing this and doing that. All of a sudden, six hours have gone by, and you feel really accomplished because there's like all these like towers yeah. of sweets, and and you've done stuff, and it's it, it's it's kind of amazing. Actually,
3: yeah. I think cooking is like that. Yeah, so I can never distraction really, but I never really can plan how long something's going to take me. Yeah. And I always think I've got more time than I have. Time runs really quickly when you're cooking, I think. You watch any cooking programs,
2: they're always trying to catch up, having prepared and planned. So speaking of baking, my lovely yoga teacher, Helen Russell-Clark, she really wants me to go to a garage night tomorrow. That's why I think she's done this for me. But she what baked... Is, what is that? Garage is a genre of music.
5: Ah, uh, okay, cool. Nice. And
2: it's like dance music. Nice. And it's nice. very UK. And so she she brought over a fresh loaf. It's she still, made it. Wow. She made it, still warm, fresh oh out of the oven. Oh my yeah. God. She's doing a master's in psychology. Oh, or, yeah. uh, and she finds that if she goes and bakes a bread, it's like a brilliant distraction where she kind of has time. And, and anyway, I feel like I need to maybe get that starting again. I clean the house. I'll yeah, tidy not doing up. That, not no, doing that. I thought that wouldn't be your Absolutely distraction. Absolutely not. I'll eat. I'll bake. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so so can you talk about the other place that you went to?
5: Oh, I, well, I did go to Noma, which was amazing. Was it was a really very cool. memorable meal? It was amazing. I mean, they had this like deer heart that was... Like the best piece of steak you've ever had. Really? It was so good. Yeah, it was really, really good.
3: Did they let you choose what you ate or they just give it to you?
5: No, they just, they have their course. They have their menu. They have what they've done. You can say if you have allergies, that's the only way they'll swap something. But do you eat everything?
3: Because you, do, do you eat pork?
5: I don't eat pork. No. They didn't have pork though. 'Cause it was all like from the deer. That was kind of what they were, you know, making food. Bambi. With. Um, oh stop it, mummy. You eat lamb.
2: Me? So what yeah, are you dear, talking about? I, don't,
3: I think I could eat deer. You
2: absolutely could.
3: You I mean, are a liar. Can
5: you just not eat any food that's been made into a Disney character? Probably. That's, yeah, that's it. the
3: that's the key. No Disney that's characters. Also a lie. So I wouldn't eat elephant.
5: <laughs> Dumbo. Well,
3: how kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cow Disney characters. You're right
5: uh yeah maybe they know yeah they, they might have written one and then it got shut down by yeah, the meat right. industry it might, be might have like been milk like is anyway is, everyone says much. that
3: dear venison is really good for you
5: it's, it's i mean it's very tasty wow. it was, so was deer really heart was your yeah, heart was the memorable dish yeah it was amazing so
2: we can't talk any more about what program you are doing but right. trust it is very exciting yeah yeah
5: it's really but, so but
2: you came over here it was very romantic, Rami. We spent Valentine's morning together. You yeah. flew in so that we could <laughs> oh. hang out and have breakfast together. not you have anyone better to spend it she with She absolutely does. <laughs> She's coming over soon and I can't wait to meet her. But, have um, you got
3: children?
5: No. Should I?
2: No, I don't know
3: how old you are.
5: Um, I'm I'm, I'm turning 32.
3: Oh, you're a baby boy.
2: You can wait a bit. <laughs> how old was Sam when you had your it first? He was 31 when we had the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But stuff gets really tiring so yeah i, I i'd wait a little hang bit, on a bit. <laughs> hang on on yeah hang
5: on a minute yeah um
2: so um so <laughs> dima's coming over hopefully
5: <laughs> yeah she's here oh she's why she's didn't here. you invite her she had plans so i was like come with me to the thing she's like oh, i'm going to see oh friends. i'm
2: gutted yeah oh. i know i know i think she's lying
5: I don't know, it was kind I of wild, yeah. I need to I apologize also, for also, spending I Valentine's <laughs>
2: with <people on> me, Robbie. <laughs>
5: no, I think she didn't want to wake up early, Fair too. enough. And then she was like, no, I'm going to this thing. And I was like, all right, whatever, go for it. Oh,
2: we, well, hopefully we'll but meet. But yeah, yeah,
5: you got to see her before. So yeah, yeah. so,
2: so you're here, you've been a kind of airbnb hopping. Yeah. You were in Marylebone first. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Where did you eat? Did course, you eat anywhere yeah. good?
5: I uh, I really like it over there. Um, I ate at Jaconi.
2: Uh, did you like it?
5: I loved it. I loved it. It was Did so good. Did you meet
2: good. Ravinda, who's the... No, I okay. didn't. No. I'm so glad you liked it.
5: I loved it. I ate there. Um, I ate at Hopper's. Love great. Hopper's.
2: Hopper's is great. It's
5: so good. Like, I might even go again before I leave. It's, it, is, it really hits. Is
2: it the one in King's Cross that you went to?
5: I actually went to the one in, in uh, Marlebone. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: And now you're in West London.
5: Yeah, we're...
2: How are you finding the food there? Whereabouts are you now?
5: I actually I actually think we're in Notting Hill now. Notting Hill. Yeah. Oh, well,
3: that's hardly West London. We'd still call that... A... Central, West? Central. Yeah, but Central? Is west. Yeah, I think I'm just... Yeah. Notting Hill's gorgeous.
5: Yeah. I yeah. feel like all my friends who live here, though, I'll be like, oh, I was in Marlborough, and, and then I'm in Notting Hill, whatever, and they just look at me like I'm a fucking tourist. They're just like, oh, yeah, oh, nice. The, you're doing it <laughs> they
2: the most gorgeous to be. No, they look at
5: me like everyone I know is in, like, East London, and they're like, oh, yeah, enjoy Notting Hill, no, fucking
4: Hill? By, a ju- by
5: a Julia Roberts <laughs> yeah, right. tote bag, you know, and then you know, and then we're we'll walking, and but then... it's
2: beautiful.
3: Right it's then. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah East it's London gorgeous. Is not gorgeous. I like and,
5: being a sellout. You walk. Down, I love it. Yeah,
2: it's just beautiful. Oh, no, like I think being in Notting Hill is like being in the West Village or yeah. Greenwich.
5: Like, okay, cool.
3: It's I, kind of more glam. I think it's more glamorous. It's more elegant.
2: I think the houses think are very is elegant. elegant West
3: Village
5: is pretty elegant. Yeah, you think? I think so.
2: And Marylebone is like being in Tribeca, I guess. Maybe I'm making. This oh, up. is that what I it is? I feel like maybe it's prettier than a Chelsea, maybe Chelsea. Chelsea's not
5: that pretty. The thing is, New York, like the West Village, is kind of the nice area in Manhattan, and then Brooklyn's really nice. And you're in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I think that I can't find all the comps when I'm in London. Like I don't know where we are right now. Like I don't understand what. You're in a dirty (laughs)
3: south. No one does. People come this way to go to prom. This is the equivalent of
2: being in Brooklyn, I would say. If East London is another equivalent of Brooklyn, but this is the other. This is like Brooklyn. It's like I think this is like. Campbell I just—I I didn't know if
5: this was New Jersey. That's what Fuck I. Fuck you. No, I—I—I I, I grew up in New Jersey. I grew up in New Jersey. Oh
2: yeah, we're in Hoboken. Yeah, sure. No, okay. Hoboken's
3: lovely. It's a, this is a little enclave, a little pocket of of really
2: niceness.
3: I
5: mean, it's beautiful. And there's lots
3: of not niceness around. I think.
2: I'm going to tell you what we're having. Oh, you're
5: frying eggs. Amazing. Is that okay? I'm going to. We're, we're,
2: we're having fried eggs with freshly homemade bread with deep fried sage. Okay and some pickled um, chili. Oh, and, um, and you don't have to have the chili if it's too hot. No. It's very simple. I'm trying to, be, I'm trying I to love, keep it simple. I love spicy. And then I've made um, Lapsang sushon plums. Oh my God. Um, with homemade granola and some yogurt if you want it, because I know you've got a sweet tooth.
5: Dude, this is amazing. How's, this is the best this version is of simple. Service. This Are is the kidding? service.
2: Are you kidding? However, I do have to do a disclaimer. One of the tea bags broke in the thing. So we're However, so I've been sifting it. It still <laughs> tastes <is> fine. <laughs> It'll
3: be fine. <laughs> Darling, where did you grow up?
5: Uh well I grew up in New Jersey, which is why when Which when, bit? Uh North Jersey. I grew up in in it's really right outside New York, a town called Rutherford, but it it it's probably I mean, if there's no traffic, you can get into the city in like twenty minutes.
3: My niece used to live in New Jersey. Yeah. Cliffside park. Yeah, not far. Yeah, so not, not far. far, and there are some very good. If you just go not too far away, quite good outlets. There was a little yes. place that we went to. That That's was- where
5: all my family would come from Egypt. They'd stay with us, and they'd be like, "We want to go to the outlets." Yeah, so it's where you the could outlets, go and yeah. just get all the. I love an outlet. The, yeah. So
3: Rami is a classic Egyptian name, isn't it?
5: It's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like it's probably in the top twenty names. Maybe it's, what not, does it's not a top mean? five. So Rami is a bow and arrow shooter so basically kind of like a like a marksman you know okay so
3: yeah yeah, i absolutely have got a vision of it now yes yeah Yeah. like on kind of hieroglyphics like rami yeah i can yeah okay (laughs) fine (laughs) so you grew up how many people in your family
5: a lot of people i mean in our house it was just me my mom dad and my sister so it's the four of us um is she older or younger we're like 15 months apart, wow! So, especially now, it just feels like we're the same age, you know. Yeah, um,
3: when did your parents come from Egypt?
5: Well, my dad in the 80s, um, and my actually both of them in the 80s, but they came separately. Uh, they met in New York, yeah, yeah. Is so that
3: because all Egyptians stuck together?
5: Everyone tried to know each other for sure, okay. yeah, yeah. There was always like people, like my dad told me, there was just the network of. You know people who you you'd meet and and when you when you came over and they'd kind of help you with stuff like, "Hey, go to this guy to help you get a driver's license okay. and that kind of stuff so
3: it's the kind of immigrant world yeah yeah, everyone's sticking like, together everyone's
5: sticking together, helping each other yeah. out like, hey, I know someone who can get you a job you know yeah. we you know everyone just really you know living together, that kind of thing, what yeah,
3: does Utah do.
5: My dad worked in well he, he basically in, in Egypt was um was a tour guide and so he'd give tours to people who were coming. How and I fantastic. think yeah, he got really good with English and talking to people. Okay. And that that really helped him. My dad is so charismatic. I mean yeah. he's just he's really So it's genetic man. Really exactly. My mom too. I mean she's very okay. she's they're both really charming people and um I think my dad picked up really good English, just kind of showing people around Cairo. and then, yeah, Cairo, and then when he came to America, he actually did a little tour of the states visiting people who he had given tours to, so it was kind of people being like, Oh, Funny, if you ever come, ca- come see us, if you ever and come, come see us, and he did, and they were very happy to host him and have him and then How lovely. and then he ended up just staying in New Jersey, and the tour company that he' had worked with they had a branch, he was kind of helping them out with something in the states and then he just, I think was, I think he told me he was trying to get a second job because whatever it was, wasn't paying much. And he was like on his way to an interview um, to work at a pizza spot. And then he stopped into the Waldorf Astoria and was just looking around and he was like, whoa, this place is amazing. And, and then he started talking to someone who was there, who uh, kind of one of the clients who was just sitting and they were talking in Arabic. And then someone there was just like, hey, what are you doing? Like, where are you going? I think my dad was wearing a suit going to a Pizza interview, and, and he was like, "I'm going to interview at this place." And he goes, "No, no, no! Like, we come. Can come you with, work here? Yeah. Like, can, you know, we need. You know, your your English is good. Your Arabic is good. We need. You know, um, we have just all these clients so coming in from the about? Middle East. This is probably early '80s. So early my dad 80s. just starts, you know, working at the Waldorf story, just like bussing tables, and then and then uh, probably." Over the next 15 years, he goes from busboy to one of, like, three managers at the Plaza Hotel. Wow. He was Yeah, he ran all the food and beverage and all that. So, so I think, like, you know, food is always a big part of our family. Okay. Like, at home, obviously, but also my dad was really into service and into, you know, how food should be served. Sure. How a restaurant should be, you know, and it would always be so... Annoying going out to eat with him because he'd be giving like notes to waiters at restaurants, and we're like, "Dad, you don't saying, work here." Like, yeah, this is like you are yeah. <laughs> like, not supposed to do that that way, you know. Like, like yeah. never pick up a plate, you know, if someone else is still eating. That was well, a big one for him because he'd be like, "Now you're well, putting pressure on the person who's still eating to finish eating." Because he comes like, it from
3: just, a different place. I
5: mean, he comes from just like high class fine yeah. dining, you know. Like yeah. it, 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 he, it was all about managing, you know, high class dining. That that was his yeah. thing. And you know, there's no like it's funny because I always used to think, oh man, my dad works at this amazing luxe place. There's not a ton of money in it if you're working at that level, sure. at the level that he's at, but I think there's a lot of pride in it. And there's a lot of, oh, like we are putting on an experience and we serve people and we give people something that they can't get anywhere else. And and he really took, you know, Pride in that, and, and, and I always thought that was really is admirable. Is the
3: Plaza the Home Alone Hotel? Excuse me? Is the Plaza the Home yeah, Alone Hotel? Yeah, the Home Alone Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: so he was there when they were filming Home Alone. Oh my goodness.
2: Um, This. Darling, there's salt on this. There is, but I'll get some more.
4: This bread more. looks this so bread good. This bread is so good. Is this sourdough? What is this, this is
2: sourdough, yeah. yeah. And I've got, um, get a starter I've got from her, Jess. Um, this oh, wow. butter is very good, too. Thank you, mum. Don't you want to even try a bite of it? I hate it's chili. really nice with
3: it. Donnie, I went out last night and I had to pick out all the chili from what I was eating. They put chili on everything.
5: This chili is amazing.
3: Well, mm Mhm. I pickled it last night. Wow. The sourdough is good.
5: This is so good.
2: Good. So, who was cooking? If your dad was kind of working, like, did did he come home being like, you know what, we should try? This evening in the kitchen, I've just tried this thing at the plaza.
5: Like, weekends, my dad cooked. Mm. You know, if he wasn't working, he'd start, you know, omelets in the morning. He'd, he'd do dinner. He really likes cooking, and he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom... When we were really young, I just remember early memories of her kind of, I think she was faking that she couldn't cook because I think she just kind of didn't want to. And then I think she just flipped the switch all of a sudden and became this amazing, just amazing chef, like just like had these amazing recipes. And they did a blend of, we'd have classic Egyptian food, you know, Arabic food, all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we'd also just, at a certain point, I think definitely even when I was like a teenager, my parents were really emphasizing just like eating healthy actually. Mm -hmm. So... They'd just be like, we're doing salmon and veggies. You just have that like three times a week or whatever, and then soup, salad, whatever. I remember my mom really consciously not wanting to do everything fried or whatever.
3: So. What is an Egyptian breakfast?
5: Well, we have these these beans. We call it food, but they're they're basically fava beans, and you yeah. do it with a little bit of olive oil, some spices. You can do a little bit of you could do a yogurt or a, a lebna, which is basically mm-hmm. kind of just like yeah, a of cheese. Yeah. yeah so um, easy to make. Easy. Pita bread. Because the thing is, Egypt, so many people, big part of the cuisine is like, how do you feed so many people <laughs> without a lot of money? And so it's like a lot of beans, a lot of rice, a lot of lentils. Is it like
3: the Lebanese full madame? Um, yeah. They're brown beans, kind yeah. of pale brown beans. Yeah, it's very yeah. similar to that.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that's that's the classic breakfast with eggs, whatever. But then also we grew up in Jersey, so like... Bagels. We loved having a bagel with lox and cream cheese.
3: Your family are they are they quite observant? Mm-hmm. Do you all pray?
5: Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, we were raised. My dad was just like, "I'm going to show it to you," and then when you grow up, you're going to do what you want to do. But you know, he definitely showed it to us. We went to, uh, yeah, we had like a Sunday school and kind of kind of worked out in the sense that yeah, a lot of my so friends. So you loved to- the whole. Yeah, we'd go. We and, I mean, and did I learn? Is a different thing. But I went, <laughs> I attended, <laughs> um, and I kind of had a couple of my friends who would go to, you know, the Hebrew school on weekends or the Christian. We had this. There was this Christian school called CCD um, that kids would go to, and we'd all just be like, "Man, why do we go to school six days a week? This is just too much school. <laughs> like, so this mean. is crazy. You just feel like you have a job, like a full time job. I know. So it's it's. Um, but
3: you have friends there.
5: Yeah, yeah, you have friends there, and it's kind of a hang. But then you also like, you know, work on. Every, all of us are like really good actors because you'll really play. Oh, I'm too ill to go to school. You know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just. You know, I have, I have this really deep sickness that's going to affect me for four hours.
3: But your dad had this really quite demanding job where yeah. he's in the public eye the whole time. If he's yeah. a manager of a big hotel, uh-huh. how did he manage to fit his prayers in? Did he just used to go? and find a little quiet space. And
5: I think he had a lot of people, a lot of people who worked in that industry were also Muslim, so I think they had their flow. They kind of found, you know, what they needed in order to do it. It's a fast-paced job, but I think it's one of those, he probably figured out the mm. flow. I actually haven't asked him. It's a good question.
3: Now, I just wondered, because um, whether people were respectful of that and people, are, you encouraged it.
5: I think as time went on, I don't think it was something that... I remember him telling me, in the 80s, it was like, don't talk about it, you know? Really? Yeah, it was just like, don't even bring it up. And I think I think also, too, you know, we were we were in New York, you know, 9-11, all that stuff. So it's That like,
2: episode is so profound in the series.
5: Yeah, it was really real to kind of a lot of the emotions at that time.
2: Mum, in the first series, Rami has this episode in his show, Rami, that is about when 9-11 happened and about how people... Treated him and his family differently after that because they were Muslim. So that was very true to what happened.
5: I, th- I, think I mean, a lot of the emotions. I mean, like I think when I look when I look back, I, I we could have been in a. I think we had a very loving town that we grew up in. Like a lot of really great people, a lot of really great families. Who respected you. Yeah, but at the same time, it was just this like really wild, unprecedented thing occurred, and people were just scared and just Mm. didn't know and and we definitely felt that Mm. and it definitely kind of put every relationship under a microscope so I think a lot of that episode and a lot of that isn't to like you know I try not to talk about it from a place of just oh poor us or but it's like it's that feeling of oh wow everything every interaction's under a microscope that was really real and and I think that's a to have that feeling of being uh watched in a certain way, uh, is really, yeah, as a kid, it just shapes a lot of how you move. Of course. And I think even, you know, for my parents too, just as adults, it's it's a it's a lot.
2: Was New Jersey a great place to grow up? Did you love it? Yeah. I mean, you've come back to New York. Yeah. From the West Coast.
5: When I met you, I was living in LA.
2: Yeah. So I was trying to set you up with my sister. <laughs> she missed <laughs> out, darling.
5: She did. Yeah, you tried to set me up with your sister, but... But not really, you just mentioned it. I and just there said never... you two should be friends. But did you even I don't even think a text started or anything? Oh no. You didn't even start a text thread. So... Oh I'm sorry. I mean it's honestly worked everything's out. worked out. Everything's <laughs> worked out great, but no. Yeah. I was living there for ten years and then recently. Where which bit? I started living in Koreatown, which I really liked. 'Cause there's a lot of stuff's open late, which in LA there's not. And that's
3: <laughs> not yeah. far from Hancock Park, is
5: it? Right next to Hancock yeah. Park.
3: Yeah. And then you've got Larchmont, which it's like, like, is like It's Hancock place. Park
2: where I went Halloween trick-or-treating yes. with the kids this yeah. year. It's like it's, the Father of the Bride area. It's yeah.
5: very well Father of the it's Bride Pasadena. area is San Marino. Yeah, which right. is right outside Pasadena. That's the true Father of the Bride. But Hancock Park has Father of the Bride vibes.
2: Yeah. Where was your favourite spot for Korean food in um Koreatown?
5: There was this barbecue spot, you know, called Bibim. Bim 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 something. That. I don't. Or yeah, I actually remember it just had this logo of a pig on it, okay. which is funny because I don't eat pork. But I was just going. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want any of the pig stuff. And then I, they'd wipe the grill down for me extra. And then uh, yeah, I just sit there and they had a really good uh, cow tongue. Would you do that? God,
2: you're quite into
3: Yeah, you, like, you do
5: that. Yeah, you do it.
3: I like. I like. I. I, can I like game. gamey meats. I, I've been actually. I, I. was brought up never eating pork, never eating anything like that, mm-hmm. and I've become really bad as I've got older. <laughs> no shellfish, no
2: pork. And now, I just got prawn kebabs for the kids yeah. for later. Yeah, sure.
5: Yeah, I don't yeah. do pork. I but I'm allergic to shellfish, uh-huh. so oh, yeah. I so I kind of am am. am I have a Jewish observance. There is a
3: reason, yeah. I think, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I would never eat roast pork or buy pork, but I love. You'd par- have a little taste, though, wouldn't I, you? No, not at all. Don't fancy it. Okay. But I love parma ham. Ah. Because it's almost like smoked salmon. It's just kind of <laughs> salty and delicious.
5: So, how do you feel when you're eating it? I feel fine. There's no guilt. I
3: look up, and nothing happens. God's a forgiving God. I'll be fine.
5: Right. <laughs>
2: Do you cook?
5: I More and more. Like I think I'm, you know how it is. Like you're moving around, you're doing yeah. shows, you're doing whatever. It's like really hard to do. I think over the last couple of years though, I've cooked a lot more than than I did probably around when we met. Around when we met, I don't think I cooked at all. Now I, I try and cook at least a couple of times a week.
2: And what would be the dish that you would be making for us if we were coming around for dinner?
5: There's this like fish that we make that we really like. Uh... It's just, it's like this fish with like cilantro and lemon and parsley and peppers. Which fish? With a a rice, like a cod. Cod? Yeah. It's like a cod and we just like bathe it in parsley and cilantro and peppers and lemon. Oh, it's lovely. And it's it's really, really good. And my buddy Chris' store, who I, you know, worked with for years and he made the bear, he gave me this really great rice recipe. Mm. Yeah, and it's super simple, but he was just like, you know, Just let the rice, like just put it in with some, some onions, some garlic, a little bit of oil and just kind of till it smells nutty and then throw in water and broth. So it'll be like, it'll be like with water and chicken broth and it comes out so good.
2: I always do my... It's sacrilegious, but we do it usually... I'm surprised you're not getting it today. We do a similar one where we do uh, onions. Mum does dried onions. Yeah. Which are kind of sweeter, and then yeah. with with chicken broth. But we do it in the microwave, and then, like, never can go that wrong. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea of adding garlic. Yeah. And maybe I should just but
3: not be lazy. Um, there is mm-hmm. an Egyptian dish. I think Otto Langi does it. Is it coretzi? Cushirin? Cushirin. Cushirin. No, but there's... Is, is that, that Egyptian? A... Mm-hmm. Kushuri is, is Egyptian. Kushuri is Egyptian, but there's another rice dish he does with lentils.
5: So the kushuri is rice, um, and then like a like an elbow pasta. This uh, really yeah. red, like nice tomato vinegary, spicy sauce. Mm. It's like it's like tomato vinegar, onion, garlic, so spicy. And then there's Blackened crispy onions on top. Like they're so crunchy. They're basically almost black and the texture is so good. Sounds great. It's, and then there's lentils and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Just this like lentils, pasta, rice, spicy sauce, crispy yeah. onions on top for texture. Actually
3: three years to make.
5: It, you know, it's just five pots. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta yeah. have all these pots and then you, we usually eat it kind of like buffet style where there's like each ingredient because everyone in the family has like a different ratio of what they like. Oh, so it'd be like, oh, I want, great. you know, someone oh, like, like my like my sister wants like more elbow pasta. Yeah, yeah. I like way when more sauce. When you say elbow pasta, what yeah. does that mean? It's just like those little elbows, those little...
2: like the ones that like in Turkish, like... Um,
3: like
5: vermicelli? It's like... Very, um Very fine? No, it's just like a little noodle, like a little elbow shaped noodle. Yeah.
3: Elbow shaped.
2: So it's got a hole in it? Yeah. Oh, it's like macaroni. Yeah, it's macaroni. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's basically oh, okay. macaroni. Yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah. It's like it literally looks like the little macaroni used for macaroni okay. and cheese. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Oh, it's really Can good. you make it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I, I
2: quite I like that to... with the fish. Is that a possibility? No. You do? Oh, of course, it's possible. Great. Right. The thing is, Egyptian
3: cuisine is that too something is... you kind of keep going all day, so people can pick in and out.
5: I mean, that's one. If my mom's making it. She'll have all those pots, you know, it's like four, one's the lentils, one's the pasta, one's the rice, one's the sauce, and then you have on the side, on the counters, the onions, but then there'll be like a raw onion there, like cut in half. So if you run out of those onions, you just fry them real quick. That'll stay there for like two days. Like that'll just be there. Like you kind of move the pots from the fridge back to the stove, back to the fridge. That's what I'm eating for two days. Like it's just so good. And and she'll sometimes make a little fried chicken on the side, this like panade, you know, chicken breast and, and we'll kind of numb. mix it in there. Yeah, delicious. yeah, That that's like a meal. If I'm at the, you know, staying at my parents for a couple days, my mom will make that the night I land and then I'm eating it probably till I leave. Yeah, that's, I wanna, that's a classic.
2: I want to know about when you shot the last series in Palestine. Yeah. Do you have a memorable food memory from eating there? Oh
5: man, so many. Really good food. Really, really good food. And I think it was just like, you know, you go to, you know, they have this um, dish, matluba, which literally means like, it's like, matluba is, is it's it's to like flip something, uh-huh. you know, and so they do this pot with chicken and rice and spices, but yeah. the way you finish it is you you flip the pot into a plate, so it all kind of like oh. falls, and oh all the juices kind of come great. down on it, and that was amazing, and that's just like, you go to you know, we, we did like a house tour. Like anytime you're with someone, you know, they're just like, you got to come to my house and eat. And we were really, before we even went, we knew we were going to get those offers of just like, come to my house and eat, come to my house and eat. And you know, you're always so busy. You're like, oh, I wish I could. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. We were like, we're going to take every house <laughs> offer. Like we got to go. So we're just going to people's houses and eating. And it was... Oh man, it was amazing. It, it, That's a really such, such unique
2: way food. to make a TV show as well. To be able to be like you're catering as people's houses. It like- was
5: amazing. Yeah, it was really, it was really special. Yeah, and and I think like that that whole every time you go to a different country, it's really interesting because it'll be like there they'll use zaatar a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like a big spice. Egyptians won't touch zaatar. We'll make sometimes the same recipes uh-huh. but totally different things. So it's like Palestinian kunafa has rose water. Big, big thing. Egyptians would be like, ugh, rose water. Like, they won't even <laughs> touch rose water. So, it's really funny, like, the, the, the politics behind just like little ingredients just within the Arab it's world.
3: just a funny herb, though. Yeah. Don't you think? I, I love, love it. It's bark. I love it. I was going to do Zatar eggs actually today. It just tastes slightly lemony. Lemony, barky. I love it.
5: I love Zatar. But like my mom, I'll be like, oh, I'm putting Zatar. And she'll be like, why are you? (laughs) Like she'll look at me like I've been like hanging out with the wrong people. You know, she'd be like, Zatar, rosewater, what are you doing? Like what's going on? You know, and I'm like, it's so good. And then I made her something with it and, and she was, she's like, okay, fine. You know, not the rose water, but the zaatar she got fine. into. Yeah, it's just like a that. personal Egyptian bias, I guess. So
3: what's the most celebratory Egyptian meal that you can eat?
5: I would say it's kushari, but like we have, you know, a lot of liver is a big one. Kibda, like we love Kibda, liver, yeah. like, and it's just fried, pan fried, Ooh. salty with some rice, you know, um and, like and I think... chicken liver. No, uh No, not no. usually.
3: It's usually calf's
5: yeah. liver. liver. Yeah, what
2: yeah.
3: do we usually eat? So I, if I'm making chopped liver, I'll make chicken livers. Yeah. But, if I... but in the old days, my mum used calf's liver. She didn't use chicken livers. Yeah. Oh, right.
5: Yeah, yeah. That, that's mainly what we do. But I, I would say also, too, like the street sandwich will be like that food. It'll be the, the beans in there. It's comforting. Yeah. It's all like very like comforting, mm. carby, mm. filling. Mm. Yeah, that's the... And everyone's like rail thin though, because everyone's just like moving around all day and just like we'll eat this thing and then just it's 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 kind it's of amazing. And everything. Yeah. But do yeah.
3: you eat um, like I- Israelis? Do you eat early in the morning?
5: We'll eat. R- yeah, right when you get yeah. up, you gotta eat. Yeah, right when you get up, eating all day.
2: I don't know if you've prepared this. It's fine. You can mull on it, but um, we need to know your Last Supper. Oh,
5: you're you're
2: okay. not gonna die. Okay. You're going somewhere. For six months For si- at least. Uh, no, let's say six years. I don't know. Okay. But okay. it's oh, the
3: last you're supper. are changing it up. I don't know. Let's switch it up. It's our series. Isn't it?
2: <laughs> um, starter, main, pud, drink of choice.
5: Wow. Okay. I'm going bite. It, yeah,
2: enjoy your bite. Um, Do you drink?
5: Mm-mm. Mainly because I feel like if I started, I would never stop. Like I have this okay. like really intensely... Unable to stop anything that I like, <laughs> like I'll just be like, oh, I like this. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Yeah. And so pretty quick, I was like, oh, I don't think, I don't think I'm wired for, for a drink. <laughs> I think it would, I think it would be pretty tough. Um, okay, so last supper. I think I would definitely want kushri, Okay. because it's just yeah. so classic would for me. Would that be
2: starter or main?
5: That would probably be main. I okay. think my starter would be buffalo chicken wings.
2: Ooh,
3: just
5: because I love. Spice, yeah, vinegary With the blue cheese. texture, blue cheese. Mm. So I probably start there, and then, and then what do I get? An, I get another piece, I guess, in the middle before the main.
4: You can, you, you can do. Whatever you you can want. do whatever you like. I can do whatever I want, huh?
5: Yeah. Well, my mom makes these really great stuffed artichokes. Ooh. So they're they're artichokes that are grilled mm. uh, whole until they get kind of soft and then uh, she stuffs them with ground beef with like a bechamel sauce oh, and then yum. puts them in the oven just until the whole thing gets kind of brown oh. i'd probably go right into that yeah that sounds that's amazing yeah. there's
2: no tomato-y aspect to it there's though.
5: a little bit of tomato in the bechamel sauce okay. yeah 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 oh. so so it's 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 got it's almost like
2: is that a made up one of hers
5: i know egyptians who do it okay. yeah i think i think it's there but i think she The bechamel of it, I'm I'm not sure the whole lineage, but it it probably is. I just I I my mom makes it so good, so I'd I'd want that, and then and then I'd go into the kushri, and then dessert, just like a scoop of vanilla ice cream. That's just I love vanilla ice cream, plain nothing on it.
2: Where do you go for your vanilla ice cream in New York?
5: (sighs) There's a bunch of spots. I mean, there's this spot near where I live in Brooklyn. It's it's called um, Pharmacy. Like they took over this old school. Pharmacy, So they still have kind of the vibe of the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> RX pills and all that stuff in the back. Um, they do a great, just simple vanilla. There's also, I guess because it's my last meal. Uh, have you ever had canepha? Kinefa's is this great, like it's like this shredded... Yeah. Oh yeah, mom's with cooked with it actually. Kavitali,
3: we buy it in the Turkish shop, Yes. and it looks a bit like shredded wheat. Yes, yes. And then you bake it. Yes, yes. and you so can fill
5: it with cheese. Yum. Put oh, some honey on honey. it. Honey. We yeah. should
2: do that for somebody.
5: Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Because you don't actually and have to. Do you have to
2: prepare it? Because or do you
3: no, just you don't, put it in the, you the oven? Can do you, have, bake do you have to soak it, but it? you do have to put egg on it or something okay. or oil or something because it's I don't know how my mom very makes dry. It. Yeah. Ask your mom. What's your drink
2: of choice?
5: I really do like drinking water. I mean, <laughs> I have it all day, but I'll probably do that and with that meal, a ginger ale. Ginger ale. Yeah.
2: This sounds really nice. <laughs> yeah. I would be here at the last supper. I also came to watch you do um, stand up.
5: Yes. Which was fantastic. Where was that?
2: It was in Leicester Square, Leicester Square, Square Theatre. It yeah. was a, a fundraiser for Syria and Turkey.
5: For the earthquake When was leave.
2: this, darling? Um, it was on Friday and I took my oh, mate went? Samantha. Yeah. And um, it you was...
5: Were, you were invited, by the way. Of course she the never tells came. me. She, but just, just to what, what you said earlier... She, she's a monster. You were invited. Yeah. And just know Samantha she doesn't came. tell me. Yeah. yeah.
2: I know. Thank you.
5: Yeah. Just anyway, proof of the feeling. This you've is been what feeling. she does.
2: Yeah. So, anyway, it was really good. And, um...
5: What spoon should I use?
2: Oh, she should, again, don't yeah. know. Like. Why no. have we got little spoons? I don't know.
3: It's I love like, little spoons,
5: actually. So does,
4: so does my... The
5: I love a little spoon, The other daughter, daughter
3: yeah, I mean, does the little Thank spoons.
5: You. I really like, uh, small, utensils. I really like uh, small utensils. Me too. Like a little spoon, a little does fork. a last uh, it makes me feel like I'm. I don't it's know. It makes me feel more productive when I'm eating because I got to work more. Like the big spoon. Could I have some yogurt I feel I like think. that when
2: I have chopsticks as well.
5: Chopsticks, I love yeah. chopsticks. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, It feels very active.
2: Um, so it's exciting. So you we were did, doing stand up. You were trying. Nobody could put their phones. It was brilliant. It was like an Adele concert. Um, <laughs> I know um, we,
5: we have to clarify. So so it's it is it is like the Adele thing where where we do the the no phones. Thanks. And um, I think that's
2: amazing.
5: I like it because every everyone's so present mm-hmm. it just makes it creates like a totally different experience it's really but
2: cool if i could do that in all music shows i would
5: yeah
2: i think be, but then also i love that people feel like they want to capture it but you were also doing because you were trying out some jokes right
5: yeah i mean i i just do it all the time now i mean do i think you? yeah oh, i it's do part of i just thing. do it all the time um, was it just you uh i had a friend of mine natalie alcar she was brilliant she's really great um She's just, like, an amazing Lebanese young comic. Lebanese
2: stand-up comic.
5: She's great, Who huh? lives here Uyghur. or in America? No, she lives in Brooklyn. Yeah, she lives in Brooklyn. And so she was really great. Um, yeah, I just do it for all my shows. But it's funny. There is this, like, element of content you don't get because people Delicious. people will take photos of you on stage and be like, I love this, you know, and post about it and whatever. And so there's none of that, which I, I actually like it. I, I, I'm... I'm I'm cool. And with they it.
2: can never like really retell the story. Yeah, so like, uh, you had to the be there. Joke. If you, you want to come, come, Yeah, if you want to come. But come. it was brilliant. <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, was how you. much
2: did you change the f- you did two sittings? You, you mm-hmm. incredibly generous. Big fundraiser. How much do you change from the first seven o'clock show to the 9:30? Surely it goes in a different way, slightly, because you were riffing off the crowd. Like.
5: Yeah, a lot of stuff is like would be off the crowd. I mean, I probably was doing like an hour and a half each show and you know, I have a bunch of bits written that I wanna work on, but yeah. right now I'm just kind of playing with how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna film my second special in um probably in September or something. So I'm just kind of figuring out order Is and it feeling good? what I wanna say and yeah, it's really fun. I love doing stand up because you're in the room, you know, when you're making a show, it's like you write when a joke. Did you
3: start doing stand up? That's what I don't know. Um, you went to school, were yeah. you clever?
5: Was I clever? Like, yeah. Good at yes. school? Yeah. Surely. No. I was no. Really, I was a really bad student. Really? Yeah, I'd be good in like English or if there was any time you could write or if I got to present a project. Anything that felt you could use words and be social, and I was pretty good yeah. at. Yeah. Math, science, all that stuff. Just horrible. There's, there's a few kids between middle school and high school that I'm like purely reliant on for allowing me to graduate, like what would just be like, if I didn't have Kyle Van Winkle in my science high school, Kyle
3: Van Winkle, Kyle Van Winkle, what a name!
5: Kyle Van Winkle totally saved my whole biology class situation. You know, That's he amazing. really, he really carried me What's on his he, back. What did you pay him? No, he just carried me on his back What's just out of the like? kindness. Is like he, he's just such a genuine, generous guy. He knew I was struggling. He knew. I wouldn't get out of there without him. And so he just... I love Kyle. <laughs> Kyle took care of me. And I think about him all the time. I, I got to call him. Is I gotta he your be best like, friend? I haven't talked to him since high school. He <laughs> like, used to be I genuinely have not spoken to him for I don't know how many years now. I guess it's like been almost 15 years. I but I love Winkle. him. Uh, he really helped me. So, yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't a great student. Um, I started doing comedy while I was in high school, as I was finishing high school. And then uh, it was like sketch comedy, improv, that kind of stuff. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I started doing um, stand-up, yeah. So yeah, I love the process of like being in a room with people because when you're making a show, you write a joke, you write a bit, you put it into a scene, no one sees it for a year and a half. It takes so long to, to go from writing, to making, to editing, to airing, it takes forever. And uh, stand-up's just, oh, I thought of something this morning and I get to hear the laugh tonight. It's it's, it's yeah, amazing. It's such a cool, it's a really cool experience. Do you
3: write for other comedy shows?
5: When I was coming up, I, I wrote on a couple of things um, that didn't get made. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I have some other things that, that, that I'm starting to work on that just aren't my show. And so I love writing. Yeah, it's it's actually...
2: But, I mean, he's done three se- seasons of his own show, which is called Rami. Won awards? Did you win a Emmy or a Golden Globe? Golden
5: Globe, yeah. Hmm, not too shabby. Not bad. Not bad. Did oh, you think you were gonna win? No. Why?
2: I don't know, because. No. Why would I? Yeah, it was so crazy. Did, it was, like, was there like the buzz around the room being like, "Rami, you got this."
5: The buzz around the room was well. At first, it was like, "Can't believe you got nominated," and then once, <laughs> and then once I got, but once I got nominated, it was almost like, "Well, it's so crazy that you got nominated." <laughs> maybe you could win you know like it was just such a glitch that i even got nominated that they were like oh maybe you could no not that rude like it made sense i was like why you know
2: (laughs) it's it's really you know why
5: you know why because it's like it's so hard to get into the world of awards is its own walled off world and so you know there's 600 television shows in america every year right and so now you're getting whittled down to like 10 shows That might get recognized 10 out of 600 So this thing Is all fueled By celebrity power It's like Who's already a star And what networks Are putting a lot of money Into shows And marketing them And whatever So I just think For us, us It wasn't even like the sh- like Everyone loved the show Who saw it yeah. But it was just like We don't have anyone That's a known In any sense In any way On any part Of the show Whether in front of the camera Or behind the camera
2: So now it's on channel 4 1 and mm. 2 I Oh, oh.
3: Okay. And three
5: is on Stars Play.
2: Okay, fab.
3: Right, got it.
5: And then it'll be on Channel Four.
3: Which comedians do you like to watch?
5: I grew up watching George Carlin. That was like my favorite. I don't know who that is? Oh, George Carlin was like classic American stand-up, just like really, really funny. He's passed now, but his records were probably the thing that most got me into comedy. My uncle would play them for me like way too early. So
3: he just played audio. You yeah, did, I would You I didn't would hear,
5: watch him, yeah. I, both, but I mean, I, I loved... That was a big thing for me, too, because I was... When I was in college, I did college for a little bit, and then I dropped out. I wasn't very what good.
3: What were you studying? English?
5: Nothing. Like, it was just there. And then it was just kind of like... <laughs>
3: what did your parents want you to be? When you said, I'm going to do stand-up comedy, did, did, you, did, did your snack? mother
5: say, oh, no,
3: what's happened?
5: I. We were all confused by it, even me, because I didn't know anyone who was successful at it. You know, who was successful even at doing anything on camera or there was no path really. I just kind of found my way. I was performing a lot of comedy in New York and I met someone who saw me perform and he said, you know, you're really good. You should train as an actor. And he worked at an acting studio and he was like, come to the school. Like it'll change your life. I said, listen, I'm already in college. I can't afford to go to an acting school. And then he said, okay, listen, you know, I know you make videos. We need videos for the school do our videos for us, and I'll give you a scholarship to the acting class. Who's this
2: person? What's his name?
5: Well, the funny thing is, is so his name's Lathan Nackley, and he's a great actor. So he worked over at the studio, and then that was, you know, I guess almost 10 years later, I then cast him in my show and he plays my uncle. So, oh, yeah. The
2: anti-Semitic <laughs> my uncle. My anti-Semitic
5: uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had this <laughs> uncle character. He's
2: amazing. Who,
5: who's, you know, everything's a conspiracy. Like, he blames everything on, on Jews. Jews. Yeah, so no matter what, it'll be like... He works it'll be in like, like the... And jewel- he works in the Diamond District. So all his friends and all, all of his business, oh you know, partners are Jewish. And, it's and, amazing. And, and so, you know, he, he just... It's just this like love, like it was based on a couple of my friends who uh, I grew up with who worked in the diamond district. They were two families who were like the Arab guys in their world of all Jews, of and Jews. and it would just be so funny because yeah. you go there and then they're fighting and this and nah, that. They'll be fighting about the price of something. Then they'll be fighting about something in Palestine, and then it'll yeah. be like, oh hold on, I gotta go pray. And he'd be like, yeah yeah yeah, go pray go pray. You know, and then like <laughs> you go pray just- and then you come back and then everyone's just kind of like bickering. and, and I always thought that was. It's just so American, you know, the idea of just like we're going to bicker, 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 but we're still doing business together. And there's also these friendships because they're just this is who you're seeing every day. And then actually someone told me that um, about this show. Um, I think it's called Stissel. Have you heard of this? It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And, and they were like, oh, they have an uncle who hates Muslims. And so yeah. I started <laughs> watching it and I was like, oh, it's so funny. Just this like you have these people in the family and then you have the younger generation that's like. Can we try and look at this from a little bit of a different way? Like, what can we do to shift this? And so, I met him ten years ago, Laith, who plays the, you know, yeah. who plays that actor, uh, that that character. They're very different. <laughs> he was managing uh, uh, this acting studio, and um, he gave me this opportunity, which was really amazing. And then eventually, I kind of just stepped out of going to regular college, and I was, I was like, let me finish my acting school training. My parents were really upset but i said to them look let me just finish this Mm. training like let me finish the training and then i'll go back and 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 i ended up booking i ended up booking an an acting role that brought me to la before i could even finish acting school which was wild that was just like the true miracle like i dropped out of college in december and by february i was moving to la it just all happened. What did like your a parents think
3: then about you moving?
5: You know, parents. You, you, I don't need to tell either of you, but it's just—it's all about like the—you know—you just want your kid to be safe. You just want—you want them to have a secure future. And I think for them, just being like, "Wait, you got a solid job mm-hmm. doing this thing, mm-hmm. and they're moving you," and then my dad was like, "Well, who's paying for the moving?" And I was like, "They are." And then he was like okay you know like it was just kind of this like it was just kind of this like he was like oh yeah they're gonna tell you to move across the country and then by the time you pay to move yourself across you're gonna lose all the money you were gonna make and i was like no no they're moving me and then i think that was that was a big one for him and he what said what tv okay. show was that it was uh it was a family sitcom on nick at night uh with do you know scott Bayo? Yes. Yeah, of fair. course you. Yeah, do, right? he
3: wasn't he in.
5: Uh, he was chatty. Happy days. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He
3: was Chachi in happy days. Oh, Day. okay. Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. So it was this like idea they had to do. We have this Nickelodeon, you know, and they were like, "We're going to do a, a Nickelodeon show for older people, like adults, kind of, you know." And um, so I just went and did this show that I don't think it ever had the biggest audience, but the experience of doing it changed my life because. I got to move to LA to work Mm. and I got to see how a show was made and the people who made the show were some of the best people, you know, I've ever met. And, uh, it was, yeah, it was amazing. It changed my life. Where do
3: you make your shows in New York?
5: I make it in Brooklyn now. Yeah. Yeah. We shoot everything in Brooklyn. We we shoot between Brooklyn and then we go overseas. So we've shot in Palestine. We've shot in Spain. We've shot in Cairo. Um, we, we kind of go, you know, international and, um, we're kind of figuring out how we're going to approach a fourth series, but I think we'll probably do... What would be our last one? All of it overseas. Yeah. Maybe some London. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe.
2: So Rami, before we let you go, what is a very nostalgic taste from anywhere that just brings you back to somewhere?
5: It's a great question. It's interesting because I think even like when you were asking me about my last meal and a lot of the Mm -hmm. things I really love, most of the food I really like is nostalgic Mm -hmm. because it just puts me...
3: With your family. Yeah. Yeah.
5: It just puts me there. So, my grandmother who lived, I had two grandmothers. They both passed now, but the grandmother who lived in Cairo would always be so excited to see us because we, we'd, you know, she hadn't seen us all year and we'd come for the summer. And she would tell me that she'd be so anxious and she'd be like sick. She'd be like shaking. Like the first day we saw her, it wouldn't even be fun because she would just be like, yeah. In a state of hallucination. She's like, I can't believe I'm seeing you. I can't believe I'm seeing you. you know, no. she'd been thinking about it all year. And so she'd be so out of it that she couldn't cook. There would always be the same meal when we arrived, which was these like long kebabs with like a side of raw vegetables. It'd be like raw onions. Oh, I love those
3: vegetables yeah, that you get. Yeah, you know. And, but the, and they the, put them on a lovely plate. Yes, and but yeah. they roast the
5: tomato. Yeah. The tomato would be roasted and the rest is kind of raw. Yeah. And then it's like these long kebabs and they... And, and the place she got them from... To keep them hot, they'd, they'd, they'd put them in these styrofoam plates and then, like, wrap it with plastic. And so, That's anytime so I see, like, like hot. just, like, the meat wrapped in plastic, which it, it, I just always am there. Like, I'm in that moment of this, like, this love, but also this deep anxiety. And so, anytime I have, you know, anytime I go to Cairo now, um, yeah, it's like, she's not there, but I'll go and get that. And that makes me feel... Like I'm like nine. Like I'm all of a sudden, I'm just that's like, I'm just like a kid. Memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that. the image of it and just like unwrapping. What the, do you call
3: the, grandmas in, Egypt, in the Arabic? Uh, teta. Teta.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's like a, that's a big one. I love That'll, that. Because it was, those were always really specific trips too, because, you know, you're, you're leaving, you know, the summer vacations all there and, mm. and, and. You know, you don't do the same things your friends do. You're arguably doing something cooler. Like, I remember I had been on a ton of international flights before I had ever even flown within the United States. <laughs> you know, oh, it's like my it friends be- would be like, you know, we went to Florida. And I'd be like, I've never been to Florida. I've been to Switzerland. I've been to Egypt. I've been, you know, it's like anywhere we have family, I've been. Um, but otherwise, you know. That's
3: the thing about my em- immigrants. I mean, your holidays are always going to see family. family. Yeah. It's not... Going back to where you... No, put, it's you,
5: not where are we interested yeah. to go. It's where do we need have to go, to go and yeah. need to go. I'm really thankful for that now. Yeah. Because now I can travel however I want. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know I was going to be in London. And I've been here for two weeks. Right? When you're a kid, you, you want to be able to go to different places. But it actually is great. Like, I'm so thankful that that's what we did. Because a lot of those people aren't even around anymore. And then you're just kind of like, oh, wow, I'm glad I got to see them yeah. while... Wow. While I was able to.
3: You need to spend time with people. Varmi,
5: right? it's yeah. been
2: such a pleasure to have you on. It's um, long overdue, but it's been so lovely. And I'm really enjoying you being in London. I can't wait to meet your wife.
5: I know. And I hope
2: you have the best rest of your experience in London. there anything that you've got planned that you need to go and eat together. Did you go to Mangal too?
5: Oh my God, I went to Mangal too. Well, I, it, it probably was quite suits so you because of all the like Oh and my God, I went with Jamie.
2: Uh, Jamie Dimitri, a a past guest and a friend.
5: Yes. Did you have a good meal? We had so much fun.
2: He's vegetarian, so that is not great for him, is it?
5: No, no, no. We figured it out. We had a good meal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really, it's really something else, isn't it?
5: It was so good. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll take her there. I, I And gotta they do out to that
3: nice rice with the little vermicelli in.
5: This granola is really good. Yeah. Thank having. you. I made yeah. it Last Did you night? make it? It's yeah. really What's
2: good. What's in it, darling? Lots of olive oil and you salt.
3: You put
5: dates.
2: I put medjool dates at the Instead end. Instead
5: of raisins.
2: Well, I could have put raisins, but no, I no, dates. No, no, no. I... This don't is like, be- I hate it, raisins. This is My God, better. I didn't do it I'm then. Like, this it's is better.
5: an amazing, it is gorgeous. it's so much really better. It's pretty
2: easy. It's cinnamon, maple it's syrup, so good. salt and olive oil. And like lots of nuts. I didn't have that many uh, porridge oats. Is
3: there coconut in no, there? No, they're quinoa puffs. No, but what's that flat? Uh, flaked almonds. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, little chopped up Dates. You know. And oh, you need to write
2: that down for me because it's In so the cookbook, delicious. mum.
3: I'm
5: okay. not even kidding it's the best criminal I've ever had oh my god yeah me too because you circumvented the raisins and all like there's yeah, no bullshit really, it. and those are gorgeous like as, okay, you as well you
2: can get it in the table manners cookbook okay, everybody it's slightly more faffy. oh one I can bring me. him a tea towel oh I think he's, he'll live. okay he'll manage I'll give him one next time um Rami Youssef thank you for being here thank, thank you for joining. he's not moving I mean he had a meeting to go to but he seems yeah. quite happy just wait a thanks mate Well mum, you've now met my friend, what do you think of him?
4: Very handsome.
2: <laughs> he just said about you, he went, I love your mum. I right? know yeah, she's quite a star, he went, I love her. Oh.
3: <laughs> very handsome, very warm, the nicest teeth I've seen in a long time. I had beautiful white teeth, pearlies.
2: That was Rami Youssef, um, you can watch Rami <clears throat> on Channel 4, the first and second series. And What's it to called, Rami? It's called Rami. It's really good. I'll watch it. It's really brilliant. Um, and um, I appreciate him coming and doing this before. He's he's quite a big deal, Mum. I know,
3: darling. I can tell. Yeah.
2: Um, are you gonna give me any uh, pointers on my? Darling,
3: breakfast? everything was so delicious. I'd say this bread. I think you're better than me at cooking, oh, darling. So I up. think you should do more cooking.
2: Helen Russell Clark, you're a great yoga teacher. I'm not going to say you may be an even better baker because you're a great yoga teacher, but this bread, delicious, is a delight. And I feel motivated to bake. Good. Thank you to Rami for coming over. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.